0: dash plus dot com that's M U D dash plus dot com and use promo code TryMud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description
1: and even better is when you find even the smallest act that is respectful from this person towards you and you recognize that and you value it and you express your gratitude in that moment very specifically in the way we said before with the observation, Hey, you know, when I did this thing, for example, I got your lunch ready and, um, you know, you recognize that and this and that, that, that really meant a lot to me. I felt very respected. Thank you for that. Then they, they you start giving them a map for what to do more of because oftentimes people don't do it out of uh, bad will or, um, you know anything like that or bad intentions they just don't know they don't know how to do things differently so you need to tell them
0: welcome to the gratitude podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips and now the host of our podcast, Jordan Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us we have a nonviolent communication consultant, facilitator, and coach. Her company, Bright Communication, provides simple and powerful communication and collaboration tools that support organizations and individuals align with and live out their values. I think it's such a, an interesting topic and such, a, such a, an important po- topic for us to, um, to talk about because we all have to or get to communicate one way or another. And at times we might have challenges ourselves or there are other people that have challenges communicating with us in a in harmonious way, in a compassionate way. And Nati Beltran is here with us to talk about this topic and also to explore what this nonviolent communication has to do with gratitude. Nati, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast.
1: Thank you, Georgian, and thank you for having me. It's my great pleasure and honor to be here with you all.
0: (laughs) Thank you for accepting my invitation and let us know a little bit more about you.
1: Yeah, you know, I came to nonviolent communication actually through being a parent, through being a mom, and in wanting to communicate, as you said, very harmoniously, compassionately. But yet my habits of communication and relating were taking over. And I didn't know how. I didn't know how to stop doing the things that weren't working in communication. And I didn't know what else I could be doing. So I found nonviolent communication or NVC, and it completely changed my life. And then I started learning how to relate differently with more empathy, how to listen with, with a deeper um, attitude and really accepting the other person, how to be grateful for the things that are working really well and that are going well for me in my life and how to um, address those things that are not working so well but still see the positive side as well. So it just changed my whole attitude in life. And in relationships, and then I also learned to apply it to work, and it also started changing my life at work, and in how I could express myself, even difficult messages, in a way that was nonviolent, in a way that was supportive of myself and of other people. So it was a long and very beautiful learning journey.
0: I think you you mentioned something uh, really interesting that we we've all been through and. The fact that we would like to be able to communicate non-violently, but we can't do that all the time. And especially with our loved ones, sometimes it's it can really be a challenge. And even though we might appreciate them a lot, there are times in which we we fail to do that. How can we improve? What What are some things that we can do to improve our communication towards a more non-violent communication.
1: Yeah, it's true Georgian, it's so difficult at times, especially in really intimate relationships. So much um, get in the way. I think our habits, taking a really close and very honest look at our habits, both of thinking and of talking and of acting, that's a really good beginning. Once you realize what you're doing that is not creating connection or that is creating disconnection actively, then you can start finding ways to changing that. For example, whenever we express a judgment or whenever we express an interpretation of what's happened, that um, is our own interpretation, but we express it as a truth or as a fact, most people on the other side receiving that are going to react with some kind of resistance or... Uh, upset whereas if we instead can express an observation which is much more factual more the thing that happened without the story we added to it then people are more willing more eager to listen to that and then we don't engage in this um, in fights or even in in disagreements or in making each other right or wrong we can move beyond those habits and start connecting more deeply with each other. So that's one thing that we could do. I think yeah. also, yeah, identifying the mindsets that we carry from our culture. For example, I think very related to gratitude and appreciation is this mindset we have that um, we focus on the negative all the time. And in part is because our brain works that way. We need to detect what's not working in order to then meet our needs better but that becomes a habit of thinking. So we're constantly focusing on what it isn't working, what the other person is doing that is not meeting our needs. And on we go, as opposed to taking a step back and noticing that this mindset is happening inside us and changing the mindset to one of more positivity, more gratitude of maybe the intention that the other person has, even if their actions are not working, they likely have a good intention. So we can be grateful for that. And from that place, we can tell them what's not working. But it's very different to come at a conversation with gratitude or with uh, a positive and, and a hopeful attitude as opposed to a very negative attitude. Does that make sense to you, Georgian?
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I think it's a wonderful way in which we can apply gratitude and actually uh, use it in in our communication because once we are able to do that it's much easier to to communicate in a way that is actually helpful for for the relationship because many times it it's hard for us to be grateful if we are in a state of um, if we are fighting with someone especially if it's someone that's dear to us and I think that’s one of the, the the best things that nonviolent communication can help us with is um, managing these these um, com- these discussions in a way in which we don’t feel the need to to focus on them as much because yeah. when when we have that that uh, perspective that we haven't been uh, communicating communicating in a way that works for us and in which we feel okay. And we, by the end of uh, the conversation, we tend to focus a lot on that particular uh, topic and on that particular yeah. fight. Let's say, and I'm sure that you have some uh, some really interesting perspectives, also from a neuroscience uh, point of view, right? Yeah.
1: That's right. I do. And, you know, just to recap something you've just said, which is very important, is another mindset that is pervasive in our culture, which is this mindset of separation. We focus on ourselves and we see ourselves as separate from everybody else. Whereas if we can come into the conversation as with a mindset of togetherness, of we're in this together, you know, even a fight, even a disagreement or a conflict you can turn it into we're holding this together and we're prioritizing and we so value our relationship and our connection. Even when we're disconnected, it gives you a focus and a picture of what to move towards, which the brain then follows in a way.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my favorite artists beautifully sings that if we open up our plans, then we are free. But unfortunately, it's usually not that easy most of the time. We have responsibilities, errands and things we said yes to that we didn't actually want to take on. I believe we'd have more time for that thing we always wanted to do, even if that's just taking a nap, if we were more proficient in setting boundaries. But I also know that doing that on your own is hard. Thankfully, therapy can help us do just that. An objective perspective from the outside is very helpful in becoming aware of when and where the boundaries are not clearly set or not clearly communicated. So give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited for your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com gratitude today. To get 10% off your first month. That's slash gratitude. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vecchi. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? our old friends, and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health, and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to this beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com, that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com, and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount.
1: Does that make sense, Georgian?
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. but it can um, make all the difference.
0: Isn't separation a part of this? Like, isn't, uh, for instance, if it's if it's a conflict, uh, and. For instance, uh, I think it it would be great if we could just take an example of maybe like you said, um, maybe a conflict or. Uh, communication situation in in which you can apply uh, nonviolent communication for instance between a mother and a child or something like this could yeah. you give us an example of how this could actually work
1: of course imagine a situation a simple situation with a young child who is maybe running around the house, right? Maybe they have guests and the child is very excited and the child is running around the house and the mother would like the child to be a little bit more quiet so they can talk to the guests, something like that. So what the mother would express, first of all, would be the observation of what the child is doing and how that is impacting other people. So she might say something like, ah, you're running around the house are you very excited? So she's acknowledging the feelings in the child. And the child would then and waiting for resonance, the child would then say, Yes, you know, I haven't seen them for so long, and this and that. And the mom is like, Yeah, I can see how uh, excited you are. And she says, However, this is, um, is getting a little loud for us to be able to hear each other when we talk. And it's I'd love to hear our guests. Would you also like to be part of the conversation? So then she starts talking about the needs, that maybe the action is not meeting, but she's not judging the action. She's not judging the child. She's accepting that this child is excited and that's why they're running. And then she focuses when she focuses on the needs, it helps the other person understand, in this case, the child, how that action is not meeting the needs of other people and how they can contribute to that so she might make a request would you be willing to come and sit with us on the sofa or would you be willing to go outside if they have a garden and run around a little bit and then come back or you know they find solutions together but she she comes at it from acknowledging the child's feelings and also needs yeah do you need to move are you so excited you need to move and also we are so excited to see each other we want to have a little bit of quiet so we can hear each other so she lays all of that on the table everybody's feelings everybody's needs and from that you partner up together into finding a solution that works to meet everybody's needs so how can we do this in a way that works for everybody so if the child says oh i just i just want to run around she says right and that would meet your need for movement but but then we can't hear each other so how else can we find a way that works for us too and together they find whatever creative solution. It's quite amazing that when the needs are identified and the needs of everybody and there's this willingness to meet everybody's needs, then a creative solution emerges.
0: That's so true. And that it makes so much sense because when you when you feel that you are understood and accepted, you don't feel the need to to fight the other person to um, I don't know to fight for yourself somehow because you, like you said, you are on, on the same team. You are together in this. You feel seen. You feel that you are um, a part of the story, and that you are able to contribute to it. So you don't you don't feel exactly. the need to to be violent or to be uh, to take on the same kind of behavior um, as before and that that makes so much sense
1: exactly because this this way of approaching conflict for example or differences uh, meets so many needs as you said to be seen to be understood to be validated or valued to to be for togetherness even in the conflict there's some sense of togetherness And, and that connects people to their best nature, their compassionate nature, and their desire to contribute to other people, as you say. Yeah.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Relationship Hero. Are you struggling with getting back your ex, coping with a breakup, moving on, dating, breaking unhealthy relationship patterns or dealing with mixed signals? Start working with a professional certified relationship coach now on relationshiphero.com gratitude. Relationship Hero is the number one relationship coaching service in the world with an average of 4.9 stars on Trustpilot. Here's what people are saying about the service. This has been my sanity over the last month. I have found this really great for me since the breakup. I'm really grateful for the advice she has been giving me. It has helped me change my perspective. Despite being busy with his schedule, Maxi never fails to check up on me periodically. It has changed the way I look at relationships. Go to relationshiphero.com/gratitude to support the Gratitude podcast and get $50 off your first 1-hour coaching session. That's relationshiphero.com/gratitude, but you will also find the link in the description. Wow, I love this. Yeah. But I was also wondering if this nonviolent communication can help us with with the people that are communicating violently one way or another so many of us might uh, might not have a challenge with uh, writing their gratitudes or focusing on on the gratitude but might have a big challenge in being able to be grateful when uh, maybe their boss or other people in the family are communicating violently are some are there some yeah. things that we can do to manage this
1: yeah you know when 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 we're in the face of violence, probably the most powerful tool we have, and everybody has this because it's a simple human ability is the ability to be empathic, so to really listen to the other person and to see their point of view, it does not mean you're agreeing with what they're saying, but it does mean you give them a chance to be seen and as you said before, it just it um it relaxes them it um it starts creating something new between people now to be able to do that when somebody's being violent especially towards you you need a high level of skill so this needs practice even though we all have the ability to be empathic in hard situations um, it's only there accessible to us when we have practiced it otherwise we go into defensive mode usually but imagine it would look something like this Um, someone's maybe screaming at me sending me all sorts of judgments And I would say something like, um, ah, it happened in a workshop I was giving a few months ago that a participant came late and he thought something else was going on. He wanted something else. So he tried to uh, tell me that. And I, I, I first acknowledged him and his experience and said something like, so from what I'm hearing, You're uh, dissatisfied because of this, because of that, and you'd like it to be different in this way and that way. Am I getting you correctly? So, you simply, in simple words, reflect back what you're hearing them say, especially the needs that are not being met for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That usually relaxes them greatly. You know, there's a study in neuroscience that uh, has been replicated now many times, and it's um, that when we name our feelings, no matter how heightened they are, your physiology relaxes. So there's a sense of regulation. Yeah, we call it down regulation. So that um, imagine you're really angry. If you say, "I'm angry," you will feel less angry. You, even you doing that to yourself. So when you do that to another person, their their emotions relax a bit. Yeah, it's it's like you're helping them to regulate, and they'll be probably less violent as a result of that. So you give that a little bit of time. Now, it must be remembered that it you're not agreeing and you're not allowing, say, physical violence or even verbal violence against you all the time. It's not about that. It's not about um, accepting violence. It's about changing violence by connecting with the humanity in the person who is doing it. Now, for that, we need to understand the needs that are motivating the behavior or the words that they're saying yeah does that make sense georgian
0: yeah that makes perfect sense and um i was thinking about the the fact that many times i i'm not sure if all in all of uh, the situations people who are violent or are communicating violently do that um What what I like to think about is similarly uh, to what babies do when when they are crying out loud.
1: Yeah. And oftentimes they want to be be, seen. They want to know that they matter to someone. So if you actually take the time to see them neutrally, Without adding your own judgment, even if you don't like what they're doing, you just really give them the because they're a human being, not you know, it's it can be simple. It's a commitment to being compassionate in a way to everybody because they're all human beings, even though the action is having tragic consequences. But that changes once the person's needs are starting to be met and they find new ways to meet the action, to meet their need by different action. So they do need your feedback as well, afterwards. Once they've come down a little bit, then you you need to tell them how what they're doing or saying is not meeting your needs. And what else, Mm -hmm. you can request of them, well, would you do this thing instead? Some positive action they can take to meet your needs better. Yeah, you you give them a path for how to act differently um, that is less costly to your needs or other people's needs. Yeah.
0: And use code 25GRATITUDE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO one Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash gratitude. Code 25GRATITUDE. Yeah, that, that makes perfect so sense.
1: Yeah, it's very empowering, very empowering.
0: Yeah, I think it's... Uh, one of the reasons why uh, I wanted to have this conversation with you is because many times, at least in my case, I'm not sure uh, it works the same for for all of the people. But usually, when we care about people and we uh, we care about the relationships, if we have any kinds of conflicts, uh, we tend to focus on them. And it's, it's harder to feel grateful and it's harder to, um, to focus on the good things in life in general and in that particular relationship as well. And that's why I believe this nonviolent communication can be very helpful for us to, to free ourselves from, from that negative focus.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that really helps to, to drift away from that negative focus, as you say, is to, to see what needs of yours are being met, you know, in a relationship, for example, you know, say you're having a difficult time in a relationship, say even for months and, or even years, and some needs of yours are really not being met to the degree or in the way that you would love. Well, first of all, you can, once you identify that, you can find some, some other ways to meet those same maybe with other people maybe you're expecting too much of this person right could be or Mm -hmm. maybe maybe you decide that too many needs are unmet and you and you decide to leave even but you can do that with gratefulness because you can also see the needs that have been met you can see the intentions that this person had to meet your needs even if they didn't know how or if they didn't end up meeting them so uh you can turn that negativity very naturally, it just turns into uh, gratefulness because you can see the beauty of the needs met or at the very least the intention to meet the needs, your
0: needs. And how how can we do that? Like, um, especially in, in a situation when we tend to get defensive and uh, have a different focus. Do you have some tips on how we can flip that? On how we can uh, see the whole picture better? Because I also know uh, from neuroscience that we tend to um, to get used to the positive things and to the to the good things that we appreciate about uh, another human being or a certain relationship. But when there are uh, conflicts or situations um that aren't particularly harmonious we we tend to give that uh, situation quite a lot of our attention and energy how can we flip that
1: i think as you say and exactly for that reason it takes a little bit of effort to see the positive and stay with the positive so that's one thing that we just need to accept that because our brain has a negativity bias that focuses on, on the negative, and on the things that make us feel, you know, the things that are difficult for us, it will, it's almost like it puts more light on those. And we tend to get habituated to the things that are working well. So we can choose to look at the things that we can be grateful for, and give them more space. Literally, when something happens, say there's a nice look from this person, or there's a hug, or a nice word, a kind word, we can take a moment to let that go in yeah oftentimes we go by those moments and we don't let them be taken in but if we consciously make the effort to absorb them almost let them sink into you into your body then it become it becomes um, a positive aspect of your brain and your uh, mind so you're more likely to have that accessible later so that's on the positive side on the on the negative side i think if we start looking at these habits we have so have i created disconnection am i seeing myself as separate am i just focusing on the lack of my need that is not met but can i connect with this beauty the beauty of this need for example i might want um respect how beautiful it is to want respect and you probably want respect for you for the other person for everybody if you connect with that energy of that need it's much more positive than connecting with the lack the fact that in this moment or in this relationship right now is not being met in the way you would like yeah so um it makes it much more likely that you find a way to meet it better whereas if you come from the lack you're more likely to blame to cause um some kind of conflict yeah if you come from the possibility of this need being met and the fact that you want your needs to be met, then you can ask for something that is going to make it be met more likely. And other people will respond better because if you come from the lack from the, what is not happening, people feel a lot of obligation and uh, they can be a bit scared off. Whereas if you come from an energy of positivity of, Hey, You know, respect is really important to me. And when you use this, you know, when you tell me your judgments about me, it's difficult for me to connect with respect, you know, to feel respected. So would you instead keep those in your head, for example? You know, you're not asking them not to judge because most of us can't do that. But maybe you're asking them as a first step to just not say them, to keep them in their head. it's, it's a very different conversation than the blaming. you're always judging me and you never value me, you never respect me. Uh, most of us can't get beyond that, that, that if we speak like that it's going to get us tangled up with the other person. Does that make sense? Yeah exactly,
0: and it, cool. it, it just um, perpetuates the same kind of behavior and the same kind of focus. the fact that you, you don't do that, you don't do that you I, and it's Really hard for that to, to actually change. Yeah. When when yeah. we keep doing that.
1: And even better is when you find even the smallest act that is respectful from this person towards you and you recognize that and you value it and you express your gratitude in that moment, very specifically, in the way we said before, with the observation, hey, you know, when I did this thing, for example, I got your lunch ready and um you know, you recognize that and this and that. that. That really meant a lot to me. I felt very respected. Thank you for that. Then they, they, you start giving them a map for what to do more of. Because oftentimes people don't do it out of uh, bad will or, um, you know, anything like that or bad intentions. They just don't know. They don't know how to do things differently. So you need to tell them <laughs> what that works for sense. you to meet your needs. Yeah
0: yeah that makes so much sense because if we don't communicate these things they how how would they know and how yeah. would they be able to um, to see it and to to change that uh, behavior because we sometimes think that they should know and um, yeah. that doesn't actually work plus yeah uh, once we like you said once we We see these gestures and we appreciate them. We we give them positive reinforcement, right? And yeah, yeah. And it's not the reason.
1: Yeah.
0: You're saying sorry.
1: Yeah, no that that it's not obviously not the reason. We're not doing it to manipulate them into changing because they'll they'll catch that. They won't. That won't work. But we're doing it from this compassionate type of energy and heart because we value that so we share it with them and then it has the effect of reinforcing as you say
0: Mm, beautiful i I love that nuance that you pointed out it's Mm. it's important to to make sure indeed that it's it comes from the right place in in your heart and yeah if, if we if we do that it's um it's most probably going to have some amazing results in in our relationships but i also wanted to to ask you um about some of the things that you teach that that go into more detail i know that you have some courses that you have created
2: confidence starts with loving who you are
0: And use code 25GRATITUDE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's D S O one Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash gratitude. Code 25GRATITUDE. Yeah,
1: I have two kinds of courses. One is a set of self-directed courses that people can take at any time. It's with a set of videos and materials to practice and to start putting things in into their life. If they have a Facebook group and uh, a question-answer session with me. And then I also have groups that I do completely in person with me. And I think maybe some of the self-directed courses are quite an easy way for people to begin. I have one on the foundations and introduction to nonviolent communication. I have one on true honesty that connects. So how to be really honest and authentic while not losing the connections, fostering the connection between people. I have a short one for couples on how to start talking to each other in a way that creates um, understanding and goodwill and connection and intimacy, empathy. Yeah, I have uh, one coming up on feedback that is in person that eventually will become self-directed. So how can we give people both positive and difficult, so feedback, Uh, that they can learn from so that they know what to do more of and maybe what to change based on appreciation and offering our truth and our honesty. So there's a whole bunch of courses there.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So if you are interested in any of the courses or if you have a certain situation that you would like to share with Nati, um, she, we've talked about this uh, in the beginning you can write her an email and let her know your situation and she will point you to the best uh, resource for for your situation i think it's it's one of the most important things that we can learn in life uh, besides gratitude of course um to be to be able to relate in a way to be able to communicate in a way in which you take care of your own needs and you also you're also able to take care of the needs of other people and like I said from from my point of view it's it's one of the uh, one of the biggest things that keep us from feeling grateful and I believe that uh, it's it's something very important for us to learn to to communicate nonviolently.
1: Yeah. You know, if I can share one very last thing, I've been reading a book called uh, Parenting for for a Peaceful World. And this psychologist is saying that when you are empathic with people, you know, with children especially, but also with people in general, it changes their brain. It changes the the hormones and the neurotransmitters in their brain, which means that you create a brain that is incompatible with violence. He says, Mm. the more we do this, the more we'll find that violence... Disappears and peace will be and harmony will be ever pervasive because our brains will be incompatible with violence. I find that really hopeful and very beautiful. Yeah, um, to think about the everyday interactions, it really, really matters for people when we're empathic and compassionate and grateful.
0: What a wonderful world, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't we all want that world? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But yeah. like. Uh to, to to use another quote, uh change changing the world begins uh with us. So if we want to change the world, it's important to start with ourselves. So exactly. yeah, I think it, it's one of the, the most important things that we can do, and I'm really glad that we had this conversation. Let our audience know uh where they can uh write you the email with their situation. Uh, on your website or you have a certain yeah, the easiest uh, email way address. is,
1: i think the easiest way is to go to my website and just contact me through there it's natibeltran.com and um, they can just send me an email there through the form and then we can go from there about their particular situation and how we can help them whether it's awesome. with themselves sometimes people are violent to themselves yeah mm. and nonviolent communication helps a lot to change that to be yeah. grateful to yourself and compassionate towards yourself.
0: Yeah, that's so yeah. true. And it, if we start with that, it's much easier to, be, to have a nonviolent communication with other people. And because one of the things that I've realized uh, in my life at least is that once people get close enough to us, we tend to treat them like we treat ourselves and that yeah. means we treat them uh with, with the good and the bad like we treat them um we we set the same kind of standards for different things for them as well but we also tend to be as rough as we are with us with ourselves with them as well
1: exactly sadly yeah. but it is very true yeah
0: yeah so from this point of view, uh, specifically, I think it's, it's, a great, um, it's a great thing that we can do for ourselves and for, for the people around us. So thank you so much, Nati. It's been uh, a real pleasure. And for our listeners, go to natibeltran.com. I will put the link in the description and you can uh, write her an email and let her know your situation in a few words and she will point you to the best um, to the best resource to help you out
1: great it's been my pleasure George and really enjoyed talking with you
0: yeah my pleasure thank you thank you everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or Mc Crispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day